Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Annapolis. You know, that young person who graduated college this past spring and is now getting ready to go get that big job? Well, here, guess what? Get over to Leon Tailoring and check out their career services division. They've got lots of good professional attire, reasonably priced for both your young men and young women who are getting off into that world of work. Hey, they graduated, they did all the interviews, now they got the big job coming up, so make sure they look the part. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. That's Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, due to supply chain issues, Indiana small business owners have seen costs rise as much as 400%. Lisa, according to our friends over at the National Federation of Independent Business, joining us on the news line is Natalie Robinson, uh, who is executive director for the state director for NFIB here in Indiana. So, Natalie, thank you very much for being with us. We do appreciate it. Thanks, Abdul. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you a bit about the small business climate here in Indiana. Not a problem. So let's just start by asking, uh, how is the small business climate here in Indiana doing these days? Well, unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of historic highs and lows at every turn, but not in a good way. Uh, NFIB just released the April Small Business Economic Trends Report, and it showed that small business owners expecting better business conditions is at the lowest level recorded in the 48-year history of doing the survey. So optimism is at an all-time low. Well, uh, what is it that's making uh, small business owners here in Indiana feel so pessimistic? Well, they're dealing with um, a lot of issues that um, most everyone's dealing nationally across the board. Um, they're struggling to deal with inflation pressures mainly, and that's resulting from supply chain disruptions, staffing shortages, and now soaring gas prices. So while everyone's feeling this squeeze from inflation, Main Street is getting hit especially hard with it. Because um, I, I remember going through uh, the study that you folks put out, and we said specific costs was reported inventory, supplies, materials, fuel, like all contributing to their higher costs of doing business these days. Yeah. So the survey also showed that nearly one out of three small businesses identified rising prices as their biggest concern. And that's also the highest rating since the late 1980s. Wow. Uh, also, uh, what, what, any idea what's causing these supply chain issues or, or inflation costs from a, from a small business perspective? I think a lot of it stemmed from the um, issues that we experienced with the pandemic. So that's um, compounded issues and uh, obviously inflation has been um, impacted by a lot of the aftermath of the pandemic as well. Uh, but it's especially hard for our members to adjust to this because for a lot of them, uh, inflation is a new challenge that they're dealing with. So they're trying to adjust their business operations. It's dominating their business decisions at every turn. And it's, it's just sort of new territory for a lot of them. And the main tool that small employers have to help deal with the inflation and absorb the rising cost are unfortunately to pass the prices onto their customers, which they never want to do, but they really don't have any choice at this point. And you touched on it a little bit when we first started speaking, uh, but we recently spoke with one member who owns a family farm and he also sells seed. And he said that, uh, Prices for seed have gone up as much as 400% in some cases, and that's due in part to the supply chain issues. 
So it, it really puts everyone in a bad situation. His clients or customers are the farmers, of course, and they need to get out in the fields now to plant for the season. So they have to pay whatever the cost is for the seed now, and the rates are just absolutely through the roof. So it's it's a bad deal for the customers as well as the small business owners, and um, they really have no choice but to um, – you know, bite the bullet and, and suck it up for now and get through it the best that they can. Our guest on the program today is Natalie Robinson. Natalie is the state director for the National Federation of Independent Business here in the state of Indiana. They represent lots of small businesses across the state. So we're talking about just sort of the, the general economy and how it's been impacting our small our friends in the small business area. Uh, Natalie, uh, let's talk about energy because obviously that is a major factor uh, in sort of the pessimism uh, that a lot of small businesses feel these days. We track some various energy bills during the legislative session this year, uh, mainly to ensure that nothing that was being proposed was going to impact the bottom line. And fortunately, the majority, um, or if not all, of the energy-related pieces of legislation that that passed out this session uh, were voluntary-related programs and didn't impact uh, small businesses in their bottom line, which is, you know, what we're looking for um, in terms of monitoring those those pieces of legislation. And I'm also going to take an educated guess here that energy is, uh, energy and fuel costs are a big deal for small businesses because, number one, uh, the goods and services that are transported to small businesses uh, are impacted by high energy costs as well as operating their business. And also, if they have to ship, uh, they're impacted as well. Yeah, so the rising cost of fuel is really putting a lot of um, unnecessary pressure on uh, small businesses as they struggle to deal with all the other uh, issues that we've touched on. And our latest uh, survey showed that 99% of small businesses are being negatively impacted by the soaring cost of gas prices right now. Uh, let's talk about the, the employee and the worker shortage, because that's something I've been trying to get my arms around. Uh, what's going on? Because obviously there are lots of jobs uh, being posted here in the state of Indiana. Matter of fact, around, around the country. Matter of fact, we have more job openings than people who are out of work these days. Yeah, uh, according to NFIB's monthly, latest monthly jobs report, small business owners are still continuing um, to have historically high levels of open positions. And it also showed that 23% of owners said labor quality was their top business problem, just second uh, behind inflation. So their small business owners are continuing to raise wages and um, make other business adjustments to attract qualified employees. But unfortunately, hiring uh, still remains very much a challenge and some 47% reported job openings that they're having trouble filling right now. Now, is it just because people aren't qualified or people just aren't showing up or, or, or a little bit of both? So I spoke with one member recently who said that he had scheduled more than 40 job interviews during the first quarter and not one of the, not one of the candidates showed up for the interview. So I think it's a full gamut. Unfortunately, you have um, individuals who are uh, not showing up for inter- interviews. We have cases where small business owners are going through the hiring process and they 
make the hire and get someone in and they don't show up on the first day or they can't keep them. So retention and um, attracting um, uh, candidates um, across the board is a problem, let alone qualified candidates. Um, that, that's a, a challenge as well. A lot of uh, small businesses have, uh, you know, specialized training, so they um, they do need to seek out candidates with a certain skill set. So that poses uh, even additional problem that they're having trouble getting, you know, candidates to show up for interviews and when they accept the position, even start working and, and stay in that role. So, it, yeah, it's very much a problem. And um, I think some 49% reported raising compensation, which is a 48-year record high, and they're still having a problem retaining employees. So then let me ask you, uh, like I said, this may not be in you guys' bailiwick, but I'll ask anyway, where are all these people going? Because obviously you, you got to work, you got to do something to make a living. And I want to say the federal government cut off all the sort of the, the stimulus unemployment dollars uh, that were out there. And I know Indiana joined them as well. These people just, you know, sitting on unemployment collecting checks or, or, or where are they? Uh, like I said, it may not be in your bailiwick, but I got to ask. Yeah, I mean, that's a million-dollar question. I mean, you know, nationally we're experiencing this, and unfortunately Indiana's no exception. Everyone's trying to wrap their head around it. Uh, we know that great retirement played a part of a role in it. I know that, uh, you know, people, when they um, were either by choice or forced to leave their workforce during the pandemic, a lot of them chose not to go back in the workforce at that point whether it be related to childcare issues or other, um, you know, decisions that they made for their family. Uh, but it's, it's very much a problem. Um, we are also experiencing situations where um, employers are seeking remote job opportunities, and that is challenging um, for small business owners in a lot of cases to offer that. Um, opportunity to candidates just based on the nature of their business. So they're losing out on workers um, in many cases because of that. And I think the gig economy is growing um, at a very fast pace as well. So a lot of people do, are doing things independently um, and, and new endeavors on their own as opposed to getting back out in the workforce and filling all of these open positions, especially those that small business owners have available. Natalie Robinson with us for a few more minutes on the program today. She is the state director of the National Federation of Independent Business. They are a organization that represents small businesses across the state of Indiana. Uh, Natalie, uh, any good news uh, in, in all this? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been a lot of doom and gloom. I feel bad to be the um, you know bearer of bad news here, but um, I, I have to say that while small businesses have been challenged with you know first the pandemic and now inflation, labor shortage, supply chain disruptions, soaring fuel prices, um, that that's a lot to bear. But I think that um, I, I can say confidently, our members are doing everything they can to hold prices in check and provide goods and services within their communities where they're needed. So there's our silver lining. And I want to say also uh, the, the tax cut the lawmakers did, uh, should provide uh, folks with some relief. Absolutely. We were um, thrilled that we got the um, 
$1.1 billion tax cut package across the finish line. And the large majority, 75, 80% of small business owners are set up as pass-through entities. So they're paying their uh, business taxes at the individual income tax rate, which is effectively what the tax cut package did. It's reducing Indiana's um, individual income tax rate from 3.23%, eventually down to 2.9%, at which point we will be tied for the second lowest rate in the nation. So that's great news. We're um, very excited about the opportunity. That's a big win and a a tremendous um, opportunity and cost savings to small business owners. Uh, Natalie, just a couple of questions before we let you go here. Uh, I know whenever the, the the government or the IEDC does a lot of these projects, they're for, for bigger companies, bigger corporations. Is the state of Indiana doing enough to help the small businesses who are already here? Or, or if, and if it's not, what more can they do? I think during the pandemic, there was, uh, you know, obviously a lot of resources at, at the federal level that um, were funneled through the state to provide um, a relief to small businesses. There was a small business recovery fund established last year. So that went a, a long way in helping them through uh, the, the challenges that they were facing there during the pandemic. Um, at this juncture, um, you know, we're, we're, uh, we have a fairly um, uh, small business friendly tax climate, I guess, business climate uh, kind of across the board. We would like to see business personal property tax go away altogether. We've made some great strides over the past few years, and we've um, successfully increased the um, small, or not small, but the business um, property tax exemption from 20000 up to 80000 So there's a lot more people and businesses qualifying for that exemption, which is great, but you still have a chunk of people paying it and uh, small businesses get hit really hard by that uh, business property tax. So we would love to see that go away altogether for small businesses. Uh, how are we on our, on our educated workforce? I know that was, that's was that been a big issue uh, with, with post-secondary education here in the state of Indiana. Yeah, we just uh, had a call with um, our friend, um, the Commissioner of DWD, Fred Payne, and he was reporting on some uh, new initiatives and efforts that they're working on to, um, you know, help provide training and connect those that are unemployed with training opportunities in hopes of matching um, them with, um, you know, getting them qualified and matching them with job opportunities um, that are obviously plentiful within the state. So we're happy to see that effort. There were some legislative um, uh, proposals that passed this year that that speak to, um, you know, really connecting um, our work, you know, eligible uh, people in the workforce with training opportunities so that we have qualified candidates to draw from. So I'm happy overall to see that the efforts that are being made on that front um, from the state agencies and the legislature and um, the governor's efforts with his uh, readiness program. So um, we're, um, you know, making good strides 
towards providing those training opportunities to, to, you know, better qualify Hoosiers so that we can connect them with job opportunities and get them back in the workforce. All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been Natalie Robinson. Natalie is the state director for the National Federation of Independent Businesses here in the state of Indiana. Natalie, thank you very much for being with us. We wish nothing but the best of luck to all of our small businesses here in the state of Indiana. And we'll be talking to you again real soon. Wonderful. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me and learn more about uh, our small business here, here in Indiana. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.